Welcome to the Theology Hive podcast. I did do a recording uh, last week, but it appears that my, uh, I don't know if I didn't press record or, <laughs> or what happened, but it did not record. So, here I am again, doing it all over again. Well, I want to tell you guys Happy New Year's. I know it's already February. Uh, it's my uh, birthday month. I want to tell you guys uh, Happy New Year's. Hope that you guys' uh, New Year resolutions are going strong. Mine are. Pretty happy about that. You know, obviously everybody's goals are different, but I think everybody's goals is to lose a little bit of weight. Me and my wife are going really hard and... Um, you know, we're, we're keeping and being consistent, and that's helping out a lot. Just encourage you guys to keep moving forward. Don't look back. You know, a, little steps, baby steps, you know, but as long as you, you do it, little steps, little steps, you guys will do perfectly fine. Today is Thursday Devotion, Devotion Thursdays. You know, I just want to take a little time to thank you guys for for still sticking with me. I know I've been uh, MIA for a while. Uh, you know, school just took a lot out of me uh, with uh, exegesis, uh, with Greek. And hopefully it's not the same this time because now I'm taking Hebrew. Uh, I, I was taking exegesis, Greek, and Hebrew at the same time. Yeah, was not working out for me. I had to um, drop the class and... Focus on on one language. I'm really bad at languages, as you can tell by me speaking through this mic. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, again, consistency, right? So hopefully, that's one of my my um, year resolution. You know, to keep up my podcast and and to keep going. And uh, I think you know, there's a lot of like scares of like, oh, you know, if I what if I'm not doing this right or or for whatever the reason is. And uh, I just want to, you know, keep up with it. Hopefully I'm doing the right thing. Putting God first, obviously. You know, just I just want to be able to help you guys out. And, and you know, to understand scripture. And to, to motivate you. To uh, inspire you. <laughs> it's funny because right now I'm standing up. There's a lot of uh, stuff in my desk. And... Mm, Technically, it's not my stuff. It's my wife's stuff. So I kind of blame her right now. But I can say that because she's not here right now. So just to let her know. And uh, so, yeah, I'm standing up. I mean, I guess it's good, you know. Obviously, you know, keep your postures up. Shoulders back. Keep that neck up straight, you know. Obviously, our posture is very important. But anywho... Sidetracking here, uh, we're going to go to our third devotion. The Bible reading for today is the book of Judges, chapter 17, 1 through 6. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the last verse, verse 6, and it says, In those days, Israel had no king, so the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. So let's read that again. In those days in Israel... Had no king. So the people did whatever seemed right 
in their own eyes. Think about that. What does that mean to you? Here's a little story. <laughs> and it begins. Welcome to the latest episode of Current Culture. My name is Jose. And I'm your host. Today we're talking to an ordinary people about morals and values and whose version of right and wrong is. Well, right nor wrong. Our first guest is Josh, a high school student. Jose nods seriously into the camera, then turns and thrusts a microphone toward a teenage boy dressed in black. Jose tries to keep up with Josh, purposeful, stride as they walk across the school quad. So that's my dog. Um, she just had a puppy. And it looks very beautiful, by the way. Very beautiful puppy. You look like an intelligent high school student, Jose says. How do you choose between right and wrong? Josh stops walking and looks straight into the camera. Right and wrong, the student says. There's no right and wrong. Read your niche. Nishi, man. Get a grip on Machivili. Those words are nothing but the wishful thinking of society too weak to face the prospect of godless world and the lack of moral absolutes. That's what Nishi said, man. Look it up. Josh begins walking again. Jose starts jogging to keep up with the young man. Finally, he stops abruptly in front of a bike rack. An expression of shock on his face. Is something wrong? Jose says. Are you all right? My bike. It's gone. Somebody stole my bike. Josh throws his arms in the area and begins pacing front of the bike rack. Oh, dude, this is wrong. This is totally wrong. But I thought Nishi said, oh, shut up, man. Like Nishi never had a Trek 950 with the titanium hubs and alloy rims and all kinds of really cool stuff. Oh, this is so wrong. Another student approaches, then stops. Hey, I thought your mom drove you to school this morning. The other student says, oh, yeah, he says, yeah, that's right. He shrugs. Cool. Josh and his friend walk away. Jose faces the camera, then draws a single finger across his throat in a slicing motion. So here's here's some reflecting, right? In the above. I'm sorry, in the above story, Josh quoted Nishi and Machiavelli. I know I'm like butchering these two names, by the way. These were two philosophers who said that there is no such thing as right and wrong. Their writings had a significant influence on Adolf Hitler and other dictators of the 20th century. Do you think that Josh really believed what he said about right and wrong? Why or why not? What do you believe about right and wrong? That's the question. What do you believe is right and wrong? For example, in Argentina, I believe, hopefully I'm not mistaken, they passed an abortion law. 
that now women can have abortions. There's a bunch of women out, you know, in the streets, and I guess they're waiting for this vote. And when they hear that they that the vote passed, there's cheering, people are crying, people are excited, people are happy because they are now able to abort babies. Obviously there's there's two opinions in the aisle. But the most important thing is what scripture says. Not what anyone else says because this person or that person is going to take me to heaven, right? So I got to look at scripture and, and see what scripture says. First of all, scripture says that God formed us in our mother's belly. That he knew us before the foundations of the earth. And yet we're giving a woman, a right to kill another human being. And we're calling that right. It's not wrong because it all depends on the mother's choice. And you know what I can't stand? I can't stand that people say, well, mm, yeah, people say, you know what? You can't have a choice because you're not a woman. First of all, she didn't make that baby by herself. And second of all, if it's their body and their choice, then the baby's rights should matter. Oh, no, but the reason why we have this is because the women can die. Okay, what are those statistics of women dying from, from birth? From childbearing. Now, let's say they don't want to have a baby. You don't have to abort it. There's adoption. There's options. There's options that one can do. But just because you think it's right. Doesn't mean it's right. Now, right now. A lot of people, especially right now, because of the, this whole. COVID thing. People are not going to church. They're not going to, they're not fellowshipping with, with, you know, brothers and sisters. And they're losing their morals. They're losing what's right. And we're not helping these individuals to get closer to God. Instead, we're just letting them be because we can't go to church. And that's not how it's supposed to work. So we, that have a platform, we should be helping those people that need help or challenging them because that's what scripture does. It challenges you. It moves something in your spirit. For example, for example, again, what's right and wrong, right? Some people say, oh, it's okay to drink. You got that one. You got that side. The other side says, no, drinking is bad. Who's right? Who's wrong? Oh, well, it's not, it's not illegal, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, all right. 
But what does the scripture say? The scripture says that the drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. That we need to be sober-minded. If you're drunk, you're not sober. You can't think straight. Oh, no, I, I can. I can. I can even drive. <laughs> okay. So if we're listening to the law, the law also says that you're not supposed to drink and drive. It doesn't matter how much you've had to drink. Again, we're choosing what's right and we're choosing what's wrong. But what does the scripture say? The Bible says that people are going to start calling good, bad, and bad, good. So what are we doing to challenge us to identify what's good and what's bad? What are we doing? Or are we just, ah, you know what? We're take we're all taking a break of church, you know. We can't go inside the you know temple, you know. So we're just taking a little break. Once you know, once church starts again, yeah, well, you know, we'll go back to it, you know. We'll get back on track. That's not how a relationship with God works. That's like, okay, let's say you're married or you or you know you're dating. You can't do that. You can't be like, okay, you know what. Uh, we're in quarantine. So, you know, I'm just going to start texting or I'm just going to look for someone on, on online and, and see if I can start up another, another relationship. What? That's not how it works. That's not how a relationship works. A relationship, you have to continuously have a communication with God. A relationship has to be connected at all times. Because if you're not connected, there's problems. There's misunderstandings. There's fights. There's arguments. But what is right and what is wrong? The scripture says, In those days, Israel had no king. So the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. So again, people are not going to church. So what are they doing? They're doing what seems right in their own eyes. This isn't that bad. This is okay. What are we doing? And I know there's, there's a lot of different people that understand scripture differently. And they use scripture to benef benefit their own beliefs. For example, nowhere in scripture does it say to baptize a baby. Nowhere. Even Jesus, when the when kids, children were coming to him, there were soldiers that said, hey, leave, leave him alone. And Jesus responded and said, it's okay because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So. Babies don't. Have. To get baptized. Because they don't know what. Right and wrong is. 
once a child starts growing, once a child figures out what's right and wrong, then that's when, when the child has to make a decision to be safe. A baby can't figure that out. Baby doesn't even know what he's doing. So that's, again, biblically speaking, there's nothing that says that we have to baptize babies. Jesus, when he was a grown-up, then he got baptized. He showed us how, he gave us an example of what we need to do. Not saying that Jesus was sinning, but he gave us the example for us to follow him. Because then, let's say he didn't get baptized. Then people would be like, oh, well, let's get back. Well, why? Jesus didn't get baptized. Why should we do? Why should we do that? So he did that as an example for us. Because that's the right thing to do, to follow his example. Now, people can say, oh, well, that's not, that's not biblical. <laughs> okay. It is biblical to get baptized, to be born again. Because it's in scripture. I don't care what anybody else says. If the Bible says that we have to do that, then we have to do that. I don't care your opinion. I don't care what you think that this means. I don't care. The scripture perfectly says that we need to get baptized in Jesus' name. Now, I know I'm hitting a lot of different topics right now. But what is right and what is wrong? The Bible says that we need to be baptized in Jesus' name. People say, oh, no, we need to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because that's what Jesus said. Okay. But that, that word, name, is, it's singular. It's not plural. For example, I'm a son. I'm a husband and I'm a brother. But what is my name? My name is Jose. So what is that name? Again, when the apostles were baptizing in Jesus name. I'm going to follow their example. Why? Because they were there with Jesus. They were taught by Jesus. Again, if the apostles got this wrong, then Jesus had to be a lousy teacher. But obviously, we know that that's not the case. So what is right and what is wrong? How many times do we find in scripture where people are being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Zero. How many Scriptures do we find where they're being baptized in Jesus' name? At least four, maybe five. How many? And here's the thing. How many scriptures do we need to actually follow what the Bible says? Is one not enough? Do we have to have two scriptures, three scriptures, four scriptures? 
how many until we say, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. What are we doing? What is right and what is wrong? Not to get political, but what is right and what is wrong? Joe Biden just signed an executive decision or an executive order that trans, transgender people can now play in female sports or, or male sports. I think that's wrong. For example, if a, if a man, if a boy wants to wrestle with girls, first of all, that I'm not saying that women are weak. Okay, because there are women out there that are really strong. But wrestling works this way. It works in weight classes. So let's say uh, a weight class of 160. Okay, 160. This, I'm, again, I'm not saying that women are weak. But physically, they're stronger. Physically, they're stronger. And it's been happening. Those boys that think that they're women go to these women's sports and they win championships. Why? Because they're men. They're men. There's a big disadvantage. So what is right and what is wrong? You know, is that fair for... A girl that's practicing over and over and over again just for a, for a boy to come in and beat them? That's not fair. So what is right and what is wrong? I really want you guys to think about this. What is right and what is wrong? I guess the question could be, the things that I see, do I seem... To acknowledge them as right or wrong. If I steal something, do I think, oh, it's 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 not that bad. But is that good or bad? So we need to challenge ourselves. Because we we need to get closer to scripture. So it's not our own understanding, but what the Bible says. What does the Bible say? What do you believe is right and wrong? You think it's like 50%, 80% correct? Or sometimes you, it, it depends to benefit you. I want to thank you guys again for letting me be here with you guys. I appreciate you guys' patience. Thank you so much. I love every single one of you guys um, for supporting me, for just listening. I appreciate that. And I hope that, uh, again, my uh, New Year resolution is to, you know, be more consistent with this because I like this um, and I don't want it to die down. You know, I, I love talking to people. I like to, uh, <laughs> even though... There's no one here. It's just me by myself. But I'm imagining having a conversation with you guys. And I appreciate, you know, you guys giving me you guys this, you know, 30 minute uh, time. And 
again, thank you so much. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's end this with the with the prayer. Heavenly Father, I admit that sometimes I act like there's no such thing as right and wrong. But I don't want to do what's right in my own eyes. I want to do what's right in your eyes. Help me in the areas that I need to fix. Help me because I'm not perfect, God. But that's not an excuse. Help me to work. Help me to... Um, Help me to acknowledge that I'm doing something wrong. Stir up my spirit so when I'm doing something wrong, I feel uncomfortable. So Jesus, I just want to thank you. I want to love you. I want to praise you. I want to thank you because of who you are. You are my everything, Jesus. You are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. We love you, Jesus. We love you. Help us. In this crazy world, help us to do what's right. Help us to do uh, those things that are not good. Hold up. Help me to do what's right. And help me to know what is wrong. Because I do not want to do the things that are wrong. Especially in your eyes. Because that is what matters. Not my own understanding. Not what seems to be right in my own eyes. But help me to understand what your will is for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, thank you again. Appreciate every single one of you guys. God bless you guys. See you guys on the next one.